Good evening, America. It's Bourbon and Badges podcast. I'm number four. Oh, I thought you were going to say podcast number four. Go ahead. Podcast number four, then. I'm here with my co-host, Hound Dog. <laughs> co-host, Hound Dog. <laughs> you said, I'm your... <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, Hound Dog. Oh, okay. And? I must have heard it wrong. Okay, I'm not saying your name. <laughs> you going to piss me off. Oh, that's something new. Buck's pissed off on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's not happened, but... Uh, I was fine until just then, and you had to, you so had to open is, that this hole is in pod, your nose. This is podcast number four, and Buck's been pissed off three out of the four podcasts. Five of the four five podcasts he's five been pissed of off. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to work on your math. Well, hey, kind of serious topic tonight, guys. <clears throat> a lot going on here in Gastonia. Yes, they are. A brief little quick... Uh, you missed a lot of the hound dog. Where were you at the beach? I was at the beach. Not the, to beach the beach for the weekend. Went down there Friday. Went to a car show, and uh, came back today. Came oh, straight over here. Do you, ta- do you have a car to take down there now? No, I do not. But uh, one of our club brothers, Smooth, down there, he's uh, he's got a really nice car that he put into the car show. Well, who's our club now? Renegade Pigs. Yeah. How Smooth do? Do what? How did he do? I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't talked to him since uh, since I left. Oh, I thought maybe they gave out awards well, or presents or something. I'm sure they did. They, last I heard, he was waiting around to see if he won anything. Oh, cool. But uh, there was a lot of cars. There was over 150 cars at this car show and had all kinds of cool ones. My actual my dream car was there, a 1970 Plymouth Superbird. I got, ah. I got pictures with it. Well, see, we need oh. to do a podcast just on, on cars. We could do them on, oh, yeah. on your cars because you've well, had some very cool cars. I have had some very cool cars. And I miss my cool cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You got you got a very cool golf cart now. <laughs> I do. I do. That joker's jacked up, too. I mean, that thing will go 20 miles an hour. Cool. 20, cool. 24 on the flat. Oh, 24. What are you mean? With both you guys on it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, man. That thing's badass. Or probably 70 do like, downhill. <laughs> probably like 80 just one of you on it. <laughs> you still want to take a curve when you're going 70 mile an hour downhill on that thing. On a jacked up golf cart, you don't. So what are we doing now? Wait, are we well, uh, drinking I'm, bourbon or what? Yes, we are. Glad you brought that up because it's part of our show. Yeah, uh, today's bourbon is Cooper's. It is Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Actually, comes from uh, Brown and Foreman. And they're kind of relatively new when it comes to the bourbon scene. They are uh, started in 1945, so that's kind of still a baby compared to a lot of these other it distillers. Is. It really is. They put out a lot of things. Is one thing they do put out is Cooper's and Sweet Ring and Night Kentucky Straight Bourbon's 100 proof, and it's actually named. They, they do something a little different than, than a lot of people do. It's named after the Hound Dog. Do you know this? Cause Buck and I talked about for you. You got here to the studio, Studio 77, by the way. Yep. Before you got here, we was talking about. Do you know what a Cooper stand for? Yeah, it's the guy that makes the barrels. <laughs> he's so he would know that. a plethora of information. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Then they named this after the guys that make the barrels are called Cooperage. Yeah. Cooperages is what is Cooper Dream. Cooper, I can't say it. Talk like it me. Would it be Coopering? I can spell it. But <laughs> I think I it's Cooperage. It. Is it Cooperage or Coopering? I think it's Cooperage. It's in my notes here somewhere. Is that the study of it or is it the actual? It's the actual making of the barrels. And their claim to fame at Brown and Foreman is they make their own barrels. You know, most of the big manufacturers or distillers. Buy their barrels already pre-charred, new ones. And they make their own? They make their very own. It's 100 proof. It makes it 50% uh, ABV. Uh, and not only do they char their barrels, they chip the insides of them. What do you mean chip? Like knock out pieces of wood? Yeah. What well, do, they... do well, you think I was chip made the barrels? <laughs> chip Cooper. Yeah. So they have, to, they have to get the chips out? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if they actually do that or not, but they uh, I don't know. Of course, it would be after the filtration process after the... Because I know when, you, when y'all made your own bourbon there for a while, I mean, I'll, I'll talk to you since you success. I was, I, was, I was not at all. You're exactly right. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you had to put... So you had to filter those little wood pieces or pellets that you had out. Before you drank it, yeah. Before you drank it. So yeah. I'm assuming they had to do that. So, so what I did on mine, I just poured the, uh, the, burp, the raw liquor in, which is basically moonshine, into the barrel. And just let it sit for, I think, five months in the little barrel that I had. And it aged it. And then when you have 
a smaller barrel, like the ones you can buy off the interweb, the half liter, liter, what, two liter. It's like a white dog, is that what's called or something? Yeah, Buffalo Trace white dog is what okay. I used. Is, is, is what you put into your barrel? It's what I put into the barrel and let it stand in there for, you know, five or six months, which it's, you know, since it's a smaller surface or the more the alcohol is in contact with the barrel, yeah. that makes sense. Ages it, faster. It ages faster. So the five months that I aged it, it was probably somewhere equivalent to maybe two, two and a half years. Yeah, it's cool. You know, Hound Dog and I done the same thing about the same time. We did. And I don't know what a monkey's butt would taste like, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if it tasted like the, this whiskey tasted like, maybe a monkey butt would taste like. And not a clean monkey. This is a monkey that's been in the woods for about three weeks without a bath. Well, I'm sure you probably know exactly what a monkey's butt tastes it, like. And yes, Buck, it's called Cooperage. C-O-O-P-E-R-A-G-E. And wow. that is their claim to fame. They make their own, they make their own barrels in-house. Uh, they do not give a mash bill or any type of age statement for this, but it's been a, oh, really? a Kentucky straight bourbon. It is from Kentucky. So it has to have, it has to be what? Two, two years. Two years. It's got it's to be at least, at least two years, two years old. Yes. And they're out of a Louisville, Kentucky, uh, price point bound 32 to 40 bucks. I think where I got this up, I'm up in the mountains and I wished I knew the lady's name. I told her, she told me her name. I'd give her a, a shout out on the podcast. She recommended this. I'm up there looking for some other things, trying to find something unique for the show. And she said, I know you just looked at Cooper. We sell a lot of that. I think you really like that. You should take that with you. Told me into it. And I said, well, you know what? We'll do it for the show. I'll give you she a shout ABC out. ABC store? ABC store in uh, Grassy Creek. Polly. North Carolina. Mitchell County. Well, she didn't have a cracker, so I don't know if it was Polly or not. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> <laughs> Probably want a cracker. Go ahead. <laughs> Stupid. Like a parrot. Knucklehead. Go ahead. But anyway, so um, y'all ready to do a pour? Ben. Yeah. Give us a pour. Been ready. Sure would like to have that pour anytime. There, there you go. Uh oh. Yeah, I know you gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time. All right, we're gonna let that there sit there just with alcohol vaporate vaporize from the Vaporating. <laughs> it's vaporating as we speak. You are not being nice. It's vaporating. Never heard of vaporating. He's, I think he's wanting to say evaporating. That's what I said. Like no, you didn't. That's not what you heard. You know why? Because you got them three dollar earphones. That's what you you heard. Three dollars with my what I had to say. I can hear fine with this one. He's pointing to one ear, so you got only one ear works. It does. It does. I mean, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with these earphones. I'm, I'm, they're fine. Yeah, you, you got an earphone, not earphones, because you only hear one ear. <laughs> okay. but anyway, well, we're going to let fine. that evaporate off the excessive uh, alcohol. Yep. And then we're going to take a look at her and see what she looks like and give her a nose and see what kind we get off on the nose on it. Bet she looks pretty good. Looks brown so far. Well, it has a amber color as opposed to my notes. We've got the lights down low here in the studio, That's, so. Nothing. Never mind. Go ahead. Nothing. I'm good. I just uh, missed hearing some words that you're pronouncing totally wrong, but that's cool. I said something else wrong, but I say wrong. <laughs> you said evaporating just a minute ago instead of evaporating for the third time already. But that's no, a- it only evaporates once. Evaporate. Yeah, you said evaporate the third time. He said he said it twice again. Yeah. Like, evaporate. Evaporate. Do you guys want any heads up first on the on the 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 notes, the tasting and nosing and stuff first. You don't pick, uh, no, we got, I mean, that would formulate your own opinion. Yeah, we need to formulate our own opinion before we right. get. I got my opinion. While we're doing that, uh, it's a pretty cool looking barrel. It's going to be on our website. Bottle. It's not a barrel. Does it barrel? Yeah. Yes. Come on. <laughs> well, actually, I'm reading this and I read the barrel. So it's a Cooper's <laughs> Craft Barrel Reserve. Cooper's Craft Barrel Reserve. Barrel Reserve. That's what it's called. It's a good-looking bottle. It will be on our Facebook page. It's going to be on our private page. Yep. And it'll be on our Twitter as well. So take a look at what you think about the good-looking bottle. And you did pick it up in Grassy Creek. Grassy Creek up in Mitchell County. Smells like grass. God's country is what that is. I'll tell you, again, it's population, 22,000 people the whole county, and they only have one liquor store, which makes sense, but... 
It's in Grassy Creek. I think there might be a little bit more alcohol up there, though. You know, and I looked. At the non-tax paid variety. Yes, exactly. I was up in Grassy Creek, and there's a big old creek that runs through Grassy Creek, and there's no grass in that creek. There's a great golf course there, though. Yeah, speaking of grass and creek, you formerly a golf course. So. <laughs> yes. And now, how dogs, he plays golf. How do you know that? You don't play golf. That's what I'm, I used to, I grew up up there, man. You grew up up there, man. I smell right. leather. Leather, yeah, leather, yeah. vanilla. <laughs> what are you getting, Darth Vader? <laughs> they had to hear that on mic. And you fogged your glass up. You fogged your glass up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to nose my glass. All right. You snort your glass. You don't nose it. <laughs> Damn, Buck. I smell caramel. I've, no shit. Really, I would have never thought. I'm it. getting vanilla. I leather. did get a little leather. I get leather and a little bit of floral as well. I do get floral. It brings up my feminine side. Cinnamon. What? I just made that up. I don't smell cinnamon. It's like you have to wrestle. Cinnamon. You shout out things. Oh, you, you're the wrong person to say that. You're the wrong person to say that. Wrong one. All right. Yep. So we're going to taste it now? Yeah, let's give it a try. See what happens. What do y'all think? Buck is doing the Kentucky Chew. What do you think? Oh, he about spewed that all You over. are just. He just about spewed that all over the mic and my computer. Well, you messed me up when you said Kentucky Chew because I, I was just crying squishing around my mouth. So, I still get so that's Kentucky Chew? That's the Kentucky Chew. Okay. We are hound dog on the last episode or the episode before that. Describe what a Kentucky Chew is. I know what it is, but I was I wasn't you doing just it. I was didn't just, know this. You call it what'd you call it? Swishing? Yeah, I was just swishing around you, my mouth. Buck, you're a swisher, is what you are. Oh. I still get leather, leather, and a little bit of oak. I get caramel. No shit, really. I would have never, never, ever thought that. Maybe I, a little vanilla. I do get caramel. I don't. I get leather and oak. I'm getting a lot of leather. Got a lot of barrel in it. It's more traditional, I think, what I like. It's got some barrel in it. Um, oh, so you're going to like this a lot. Well, I don't know. I just had my first drink of it. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. See, we're going to rate it a little lower. And you're going to rate it really high. I just got dried fruit on the second drink. Now, now, now what are we get, supposed to be getting? Now, how do you get dry fruit as opposed to fruit? Dried fruit. I think it had been dried. Ain't got no moisture. You've never had dried fruit. Like an apple you left on a on the counter for just way too long. Yeah. Okay. No, I dry fruit. I actually have a Well, why are you saying all this? Why does a a dry orange smell different than an orange? I thought you were going back to the wine thing. Why does a dry orange smell different than an orange? Why does dried orange smell like orange to me? What? Dried orange smells like orange. Is it supposed to smell something like, does it smell like dried? What's it yeah. supposed to smell like? It's, if people listen to our show, don't walk away feeling more intelligent. Yeah, because you definitely are. So, I mean, what do you smell when you, when you say you smell something? I didn't say dried? I smelled it. I said I tasted it. I mean, taste it. What, what are you tasting? I mean, have you not ever eaten a dried fruit you can get at the convenience store? It's it's got, like a bag, a, a bag of dry fruit. Drink a bag of dry fruit. It, it's it's got a unique taste to it. But there's so much added. It's not like it's not eating anything else too. It's not like eating a raw orange. All right, well, let's do this on the appearance. On these these are the tasting, smelling, and appearance notes that the experts that put out Cooper's Craft Barrel Reserve say. Slight amber in color. Well, it sounds just like a cop, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the color is light amber. Do we agree with that? I don't. I think what it's do dark. Think? I think it's dark. Or it might be just dark in here, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, and just, so we try to keep the lights down so we don't get just too many. Yeah, that's that's definitely dark. That's dark, I think. If you ever met my co-host, you're not, you'll know why I keep the lights down low in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the, lo- on the nose, and I don't get this at all. On the nose, it's a hint of smoke and char. I can maybe get the smoke, but I think you get smoke out of that really. Because oh, when I first read others. that, I was I was scared it's going to be they're kind of like trying to Delbach. Yeah, trying to fa- trying to uh, mimic a. Well, see, a now I drank a little bit of Delbach before we came in. And I thought I was kind of tasting some of that still left over, but maybe I do taste a little bit of the of the uh, 
of the dry of the smoke in it, possibly. Let me try this again. Cinnamon, leather, orchard, and citrus fruit there. Hound dog. Good call. Thank you. And vanilla wafers. Now, this is on the nose. We got vanilla on the nose. We got leather. You picked up on the fruit while you were drinking it, right? Yeah. Okay, on the taste. Caramel. Way to go, Buck. You're fogging up. You're, he, he is nosing his glass, and he fogs up. You, you, well, okay, when you nose, when you nose your glass, you breathe in. I'm trying to smell <laughs> vanilla wafers. Thank you. Thank you very little, in fact. All right, you get uh, caramel and cotton candy. You got to smell it with your mouth open. Breathe in with I your mouth. I don't smell open. any cotton candy either. Now I don't know what they mean here. It's coat fresh apples. Whatever coat means. I guess it's, it's an apple coated on, fresh it's apples. It's just coat. I guess it's an apple in the winter. Like it was a <laughs> got a coat on. Oh, God. I mean, it's like a candy apple or something. I don't know, but it's citrus fruit. Again, Hound Dog picked that up on the taste. Vanilla wafers and sharp cinnamon. I don't get a lot of cinnamon on that at I all. I get a little cinnamon on that. I mean, I love cinnamon. Okay, on the finish, what, what kind of taste you got now on the finish of it once you get through the... Caramel. Of course. Let's see. Mm, I get on the finish. Yeah, on the finish. Oak. I do get a lot of oak. I do get a lot of oak. Yep, I get oak. <clears throat> How about you, Buck? What do you get? Caramel. All right. Well, what it calls for here. On the finish? Yeah. <laughs> After you swallow it. Yeah, I just, I'm, uh, I'll still taste caramel. On the finish, it's got aggressive cinnamon spices. I. My my palate just must not be as lingering apples and clean oak notes. Defined as yours, I guess. So, what do you think about that? I like it. I got some stuff going back to uh, let's see what it says. Slow rides reading from his notes. <laughs> He's the only one that can read from them. Trust me. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, it's just here's just basically telling me about the uh, the Brown and Foreman. You know, this is their first. Straight bourbon. This is? Yeah, come out in 2019, if I didn't say it. Yeah, Cooper's come out in 2019. So what does Brown – there's one called Brown and Foreman. Yeah, no, no, it's their first straight bourbon. They, they do a charcoal-finished bourbon like Jack Daniels, where Jack Daniels uses a um, – let me try to find my notes. They use uh, birch and beechwood, where uh, – Brown and Foreman uses uh, maple, maple wood to do Before their char- the to do their. From. Yeah, they use the maple wood, and what they do is, you know, they make uh, they burn it down to it's almost to a charcoal, and then they will do a, a drip infusion through the charcoal to get their finished product, which makes it a whiskey and not a bourbon. So this is their first attempt at a straight bourbon. So I just looked up what a coated apple is, and it's like a candied apple. Or caramel apple. Oh, or Buck rolls his eyes. Yeah, you're, you're so you're so animated as if we're on like people can see us, and we need to be on. We need to be somewhere. Sometimes people can see us. I can see you. Yeah. What do you mean? The, I'm so the, animated. I'm, I mean, I was you rolled right. your you're right for once, and you're so excited. No, no, I'm right every time. Thank you. Every time. Every time he's right, he's every right. <laughs> it was once. <laughs> it was time. once. But one every time. time he's right, he's right. <laughs> so he's batting a thousand right now. One hundred percent right. <laughs> okay, so, how many times during this podcast? Not tonight, but in the past. He's, well, Buck, you was right. I was pronouncing that word wrong. How many times does that happen? Oh, well, when, when it gets to pronouncing words right or wrong, right or wrong, you're always right hey, on that. Yeah, Buck is always right. <laughs> Hardy har. <heart. laughs> There you go. There, that's better. All right, guys. So, uh, again, this is only our fourth podcast. And for some reason, I'm showing Hound Dog and and Buck number four. Quattro. Si, senor. See, Buck understood me. Buck, that's that's just the look he's got. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what we do is explain it one more time, try to drill this into our listeners until we find a better way of doing it. We We... Rate our bourbons on here one to ten. Zero being throwing the trash, never even look at it again. Ten being the best thing in the world. Five being a daily drinker, something that we'd actually buy and drink daily. Okay. So why so, don't you always look at me to go? Because first? you're the first. You, you go first. You just go first. Yeah. Okay. We All respect right. our elders. 
Oh, that hurts coming from you. <laughs> it does. It is sad because every day I find myself being the oldest guy in the room about where I go now. Congratulations. I give it a uh, five. Really? That low? It, it, it would be a daily drinker, but it's not my favorite. All right, let's back up. Now, you're really giving it a five because y'all are making fun of me generally rating your stuff low, lower than you guys do. So it's not a setup. You actually can what, give it a five. What, what do you mean, your stuff? The things you guys bring, the, the weeded bourbon and the other bourbon so far, I've been the lowest rating well, I'm, member of this cast. According to our scale, it's five being a daily drinker, and I would give this a daily drinker five. All right. Okay, now what do you what do you? Why are y'all getting offensive? Because you're pissing me off. Oh, Buck's pissed off. What? First episode ever, Buck's been pissed off. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's, that's the lowest hound dogs has rated. What's the number? Give me a number. You give me a number. Oh, I'll give you a number. I'll show it to you with my hand. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let me give entertain the audience while I give another sip. Go okay. Give so it what, another sip. What are you thinking, Buck? I'll give it a six, but see, I want to give it lower because of the way he's talking. But it honestly deserves a daily drinker rating. Yeah, I, I, I like it. For you, for so you I want to turn it down because of because of the way slow rides right. acting. Right. Right. What you gonna get, Buck? Six. All right. So Buck, you gonna do six? Now, if you give it higher, I'm gonna go lower. You can't go lower. Why? Because I'm making notes. Because you know, I, you know, well, I keep keep notes, notes on these things. You keep copious notes. He's making notes. Now you gonna you gonna mat him up there, hound dog? Yeah. All right, Buck, you ready? Drum roll. We don't have. We need a drum roll. Buck. Yeah, we do. I go to five. Really? Yes. See, I thought you were going to give that way higher. Uh, no, that's now it, it falls in my wheelhouse. I do like a barreled flavored bourbon. And you know, and, and people that listen to, you know, I'm sure most of them know it, but you know, once once this goes in a barrel, the only thing other than the mash bill that a Straight bourbon can have that gives us flavor is the barrel. Yes. So this that. is all barrel. And I do like a barreled flavored whiskey, but yeah, it's not my favorite. Okay, so it's a 5.3. 5.3. I think you're a bourbon snob, is what I think. Dang, that's that's kind of cutting it low. I'd really do. They're called bourbon knights. Well, bourbon there's, there's, there's a difference. Well, I think There's you're a bourbon different. snob. A, a, a bourbon slob is somebody that dresses like me. A bourbon knight dresses better. <laughs> he didn't say slob. <laughs> what did you say? Snob. Oh, snob. Oh, this is slob. Snob, knucklehead. Yeah. Kind of like oh. Snob Creek. I like Snob Creek. See, now, if that, if you had put that in a Knob Creek, you, you would probably give it a, a nine simply because it's the, oh, I like Knob Creek. Oh, read my lips. <laughs> it's not Knob Creek. I know how but, Knob but Creek what? tastes. That's, so, not, that's could, not the could point. You t- could you tell the difference? Difference in what? That and Knob Creek. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Could you like tell the difference between, um, say, uh, what's a good one? Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. And, and Benchmark. Benchmark. Could you tell, tell no, the difference? No. I could not. Buffalo Trace uh, is about a $28 price point here in North Carolina. A little higher, I think. It, it, really? Yeah. Uh, and the Benchmark is a ten dollar pour, ten dollars a fifth. But ten dollars is for that liquor is pretty daggone good. No, I agree. But the thing about it is, benchmark is Buffalo Trace is not ages long. Same mash bill, mm-hmm. same distiller. It's not ages long. True. I still think you're snobbing. All right. Well you're too kind, Buck. It's not right. not a slob. All right guys, <laughs> we are twenty three minutes into this, you know, Starting the podcast, we were talking about some keeping our on our time scale. And Buck mentioned, well, we're going to do, we'll talk about the liquor about 20 minutes. And you're pretty much dead on. It's 24 minutes we're into this. We're, we're just now finished up the liquor after our intros and stuff. Good job, Buck. We, uh, we intentionally were following our uh, recommendations from our listeners. We are. We've had a lot of feedback saying we don't spend enough time on the liquor and we don't stay focused on the liquor during the time we're drinking it. It's hard to stay focused. I agree. Are they saying we're flighty? <laughs> yes, I think they're saying <laughs> we we're flighty. flighty. <laughs> I think you're right. No, I think it goes back to what the hound dog said. You know, the hound dog said the uh, shotgun effect. We're everywhere. Yep. But we're working on that, so please yeah. bear with us. Don't don't delete us from your podcast list. Yeah, keep keep, yet. keep the uh, keep the insight coming. Let us know how you feel, what you think, and let us know what you think about the podcast. Because remember, we are. Metaphor scene into something new. 
We're metaphorcers. And we're going to metaphorcate into something in the future. Metaphorcate. Was there an echo in the room? I yes. just, well, well, you know what? I have heard that word, and both times I've heard it, it comes from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to grow into something at some point, and, and you know, we're looking for direction, and we're just trying to. Uh, As opposed to transform. Into yeah. something. Oh, we're transformers. That's cool. Oh, you like that, don't you? Oh, yeah, I like to be a transformer. Hey, on a more serious note. Can we can I do one thing right quick before we get to a Please serious do. note? Yeah. We'll have a listener feedback. Mike W says, I think Buck and Slow are the missing golden girls because they argue like a couple of old women. Oh, that's not nice. Oh, Thanks. it's gotta be somebody hound dog knows. That is not nice. Thank I bet you, it was the other way w. around. Mike who? Mike W. We're not giving out last names. And I bet it was you, it was Buck. I'm looking at Buck. It was Buck and Hound Dog, and Hound Dog switched my name in there. Nope. nope. No, it's always you and me. It's arguing. Well, I'm the pretty golden girl. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm that makes me one. B. Arthur. <laughs> Isn't that who made the American flag? <laughs> what? That's Betsy Ross. <laughs> yeah, B. Arthur. All right. Switch gears. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, people listening to the local course here in Gaston County, we're Gaston County, North Carolina. See that Gastonia. We are retired law enforcement officers, and we had two of our brothers this past Thursday get shot. We did. Sergeant Nelson, Officer Lewis. Uh, worked with both of them. Uh, Hound Dog, I'm sure you did too. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I retired from, from the uh, Sergeant of the K-9 unit, and, uh, and uh, Lewis, Officer Lewis, Mike Lewis, is a K-9 officer, excellent K-9 officer, and Nelson and I worked together on patrol, and then Nelson made rank once I left. But uh, excellent guys. We're working off duty at a place called Remedies. It's a black nightclub. I wouldn't sure cut that. It's a black nightclub. They're having issues, and uh, the way I understand it, and correct me, audience, if, we're, if I'm wrong, there are issues. I mean, issues with these two pieces of scum inside the, the nightclub all night. They throw them out at 11 o'clock. They close at 2 so, you know, there's issues inside the dome at 11 o'clock, and it happens outside the parking lot. The officers are dealing with them. The scumbag, uh, two shooters or two guys involved in, pull guns and shoot uh, Sergeant Nelson, Officer Lewis, and four of the people standing around. Man, that's a terrible piece. Now, did, did, is, it, is, is everyone going to survive the shooting? Yeah, good, good news is the both, neither the officer had life threatening injuries, but they had very severe injuries. Injuries. What scares me is are the life threat. I mean, are they life altering? I don't know. Both these guys are tough guys, and I'm not just saying that because uh, they're guests on PD officers. They are. They are. They these are cops. Cops. They are top of their field, and I know that the being on top of the field has kept them from getting killed. Uh, yeah. And why are you vest? If you have there, you're in patrol. You know, you're you're out there, law enforcement. What are you doing? Why are you vest? Uh, Lewis got shot. Not only he got shot in the kneecap. And in the back, the vest stopped the bullet. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. thank God he had that yeah, vest on. Yes, he, you're exactly right. And uh, Sergeant Nelson got shot in the foot. What was the weapon they were using? I don't know. I'd love to know the caliber. I do not know. Uh, but both I the scumbags, I wished that this story could end in both suspects dead. It didn't. I know. It'd be great. It'd be great the way it ended. And detectives, we had a thing called DRT. Dead right there. Dead right there. And I hate that either one of these boys were DRT'd. But uh, shout-outs go to these two, the Sergeant Nelson, Officer Lewis. You're great guys. You're great officers. Thanks for doing the great job you're doing. And good thing that you guys were on top of your game because I'm sure you saved yourself lives, saved your lives by being on top of your game. Yeah, good job, guys. We're glad you're still around. Yes, sir. Well, you know, that when I got up, I had to go to work that morning, and I saw immediately where they had, they had been shot. And, you know, it just sent me back to April 1st of, uh, I think it was 2007 when we had um, two officers that were shot over in uh, in, in Charlotte. And, and was, to give uh, background, you know, uh, Buck retired from Charlotte Mech PD. Yes. Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was, uh, I mean, it was a terrible night. I remember I was working. And I didn't, you know, the weird thing was it was uh, April Fool's Day. And so when it, when it first came over, people were like, now, is this a joke? Is this April Fool's Day joke? Because if it is, it's not very damn funny. But it was. And I remember, you know, shortly after it happened, the dispatcher came down who had dispatched on the call. 
And he was, it was a guy, man, he was crying like crazy. Cause I mean, it was pretty, I mean, they knew pretty well that, I mean, those guys were in bad, bad shape when they were transported to hospital. So, um, did they, uh, did they, how did they transport to the hospital? Was it, they have like a big long, I don't know. I, no, normally, you know, I don't know. Normally, if it's something that uh, I'm assuming, like like Nelson with the, with the foot injury, you know, I just I can see them putting him in a, in a black and white patrol car and screening him to the hospital. Now with Lewis with the knee and the back thing, I don't know the man waited for a minute to get there. I don't know. I don't have those answers. I actually reached out to uh, Chief Britton. He's a chief of Gastonia Police Department. Um, I understand he's a uh, he's a new chief. He's been such a chief for a while. And yeah, man, it's got it's got to suck being a new chief and having to deal with this right off the bat. But uh, reached out to him today, and it's Sunday, the time we're taping this, and I haven't heard back from him. Normally, he was on top of things. He get right back with you on things, but uh, well, it's he, Sunday. He might be a little busy on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and you say that it's still under investigation, so I don't know how much we can say or right. You say career altering. I mean, especially that knee injury. I mean, I imagine that could could definitely be. I hope not. And I don't know. I'm yeah. not saying. You know, I don't. I'm I just know, saying that. I know my buddy. I had a buddy that was uh, Kayvon Hazarati. He was shot um, going into a, a, a raid. I think he's like in 2006 or something. He's a real good friend of mine. He got shot right in the head. Uh-huh. Um, oh man! The guy shot him through the door. And this is Charlotte Mack. Charlotte Mack, yeah, and 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 Kayvon, you know he, you know he he actually managed to live th- through the experience. You know we went and went camping and stuff and everything since then. But you know he still has headaches and stuff from from it's a very traumatic experience. He's um, oh I'm sure now, is he still an officer? No, 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 no. He's I mean that's what I mean by by life altering. Correct. I mean there's no way. I mean his he had you know really massive headaches, and he's not. His his um his personality changed too. I mean, it's you know he went from being very a, a very much a top you know top A personality to to being more of a you know a more calmer guy and everything. And it's uh, I mean it's uh, I mean it's it's not I mean I love Kayvon. He's just a great great guy and and man well, you know. Well, we had one of our officers. I think last year that is on special assignment working uh you know with these task force that you know. Then everybody in the law enforcement, what these task forces do, they pull from each each department and make a task force to handle certain things. And Officer Belton is in Charlotte on some type of task force and got shot. Uh, my understanding is two, uh, two rounds to his arm, and that was quite extensive damage to his arm. So give a shout-out to Belton as well. And, and Belton's a freaking monster. He, he stayed in tip-top shape, and I'm sure that helped in his recovery. But uh, give a uh, shout-out to Belton as well. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing, man, good thing, you know, you know, you, you hear all this crap, you know, defund the police. You hear all this crap, you know, uh, people trying to put down the cops. That's just a scumbag. It's just a nasty scum, bottom-of-the-earth scumbag to say that. The community really loves us, and this shows. We've got two two restaurants right here in Gaston County I'd like to give a shout-out to, one being Sammy's Nightclub and Pub in Belmont and Webb's Custom Kitchen here in Gastonia. They're having a fundraiser. If you're hearing this and you can get to them Wednesday, I think it's the 18th, they're having a fundraiser and they have specials. If you go in and you buy the special, five bucks from each special goes toward these officers and, and getting them some money to help. That's awesome. So, oh, yeah. what time are we going? Well, I can go anytime. Yeah. Uh, Buck, what kind? What time can you go? I cannot go till seven, electrics, because I have to work that day. So okay. I'll, I'll probably be there around seven, seven fifteen. Yeah. If you okay. don't, if you don't go by and eat, you'll have time to go and eat. Just talk to the general audience here, not not us at the table. We're going to be there. Uh, we'd love to meet you. If yeah. you come in, you know, uh, we'd love to meet you. But if you if you don't have time to go eat, you can go by and make a donation. Taking donations, I think, toward to the end of the week. If you just go by, go by and donate to these officers. If you needed to know how to get in contact with them, them or us, just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, and both these are local. One more time, it is uh, Sammy's. Yeah, Sammy's. <laughs> well, let's make make sure I get it right. Sammy's. Uh, I said, I'm like, I might said night, but the Sammy's neighborhood pub. Yeah, I thought you. I, I, I think I said about the whole nightclub thing. Well, it's like, just dark lights. We got to return to read by. It is Sammy's neighborhood pub, and we've been there eating plenty of times. Yes, it's really good food. Yeah, excellent food and excellent people. Great service, and I haven't had the opportunity to go to Web Custom Kitchen. It's a little. It is good. It's have, really good. It's right, a little more excellent. uppity, I think. It's a little pricey, yeah. little, but man, it is well. Get what you pay for. Well worth it. 
they even actually have valet parking. Only first time I think ever in Gastonia had valet parking. That wouldn't usually really? somebody valet parkers. They still yeah. in your car. They're still in your car. Yeah. <laughs> valet parked on Prior Street or something. Yeah. So if you get a chance, go by one of these two places. And man, shout out to both those uh, organizations for doing that. You know, speaking of valets, I was watching a, uh, a video the other day on the internet, and this guy was going around to these people with these really fancy and high dollar cars. Said, "Hey, man, nice car." What do you do for a living? And most of them would tell him, you know, I'm in real estate or I'm in banking. This one guy, I mean, it was, I think he's in a uh, Ferrari or something. <laughs> he got him to roll the window down. He rolled the guy rolled the window down in a Ferrari. And he says, Hey, man, nice car. Where do you work at? He said, I'm a valet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have that. <laughs> always cool parking somebody else's well, car. Well, I tell you, they're not to be composed as valet dancers. Them little boys are cute. <laughs> You would think. Yeah. They dressed really, really. That was totally different. uncalled for. That was totally uncalled for. All right. Well, I mean, I hate to have such a, a sad note to talk on. I'm sure these officers are going to be fine. We're going to be doing more things for the officers through the podcast in the future. Yes, we will. All right. One thing else I like to talk to is have you guys been involved yourselves in some way, shape, or form in an officer involved shooting? Yes. Tell us about it, Hound Dog. Guy came to the door of an apartment one time with uh, when uh, Barry Chris was at the door and he another came officer. out with a shotgun. And Barry Chris is another officer. The guy came out with a shotgun. They shot it. I think he shot at Barry, if I'm not mistaken. They got in a car chase, ended up chasing him across town. The guy got out with the shotgun at this by this point. You know, there's 15,000 police cars there, yeah. like it should be. And uh, the guy gets out. They, they start shooting at the officers right there, and the officers return fire and kill a guy right then and there. I do not remember that. And, and so, Is, was that the one thing Clark was involved in, too? No, I don't think so. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so, how long ago was that? That's a long time ago. This year in Gastonia. It's Gastonia, Gastonia PD. Yeah. Was it uh, before? Was it, I mean, was it before I even got here? Which would have been probably been here about two years by then? Because uh, I don't remember, seem like I would I remember that. I don't know. But there, there's a lot of officers involved, and officers. Fired back when the guy started shooting at him and, you know, obviously killed the guy. And I was the last one to come up on the scene because I was on a call. As soon as I get up on the scene, guess who had got pointed out to take the report? Me. You did. <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh, boy. But I didn't mind, you know, it's part of the job. But, yeah, all the officers survived. And oh, good deal. There, there was a lot of rounds fired that night. You know, when I first came here, it was about 1988. Gastonia had led the nation in murder rate. That, that's well, at least that's what I heard. You used to be called Little Chicago. Yes, <clears throat> because I understand the motorcycle gangs, uh, the outlaws, and Hell's Angels yeah, were that's crazy into a war over the uh, prostitution business and the um, um, adult bookstores. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I've I, I've been involved as a supervisor in directly or indirectly uh with four shootings and they all have one thing in common the biggest thing in common is the officer involved in the shooting wants to talk he wants to he just wants to just start spilling his guts right then and there and that's a no-no don't do that you know one of the first things i do when i get on scene and uh in several of the the cases i was the first supervisor on scene is i signed one officer to the officer involved in the shooting uh, two things you do one is you call home. You let them know you're safe because you're going to hear this on the news. Right. You let them know you're safe. Two is you get a hold of your attorney. And then to have that officer assigned to the officer involved in the shooting, don't let him talk to anybody. He don't talk to anybody but you. That's it. Nobody but you. And he just surrenders his gun to no one but internal affairs. If anybody else will see his gun, nobody gets it until internal affairs gets there, and then he surrenders it to internal affairs and only to internal affairs. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea, actually. Well, yeah, the first thing I want to do is, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, ours, we talk about every podcast so far, you know, Detective it's, Jeff Wooten. Yeah, his name comes up. <laughs> yeah, he's got to come on the podcast. You know, he's involved in one. Up. Excellent shooting. You know, he's totally right in what he's done. And one thing, like I said, all these ones that uh, that I I was uh, involved in as a supervisor with all good shootings. What I mean, a good shooting is the officer done, worked in his right. line of duty. The right thing. And done the right thing. The only thing you could do. But, yeah, I had to tell, keep telling Wooten. Be quiet. Just, just quit talking. See, and knowing Wooten, I can see why he 
But let's all of them get nervous and want to talk and want to talk. Everyone involved in them, they first pull up, start, start, got I don't, don't, no, I don't want to hear it. Calm down. You know, I, I have somebody else go get them, you know, go get them something to drink, let them chill out. And as soon as they, as soon as my spears get there, I have the officer taken to the, to, to the PD, get away from the So scene. you were working the night that Wooten, that Wooten did shoot that guy. Yeah, I was working off. Actually, they thought it was me. Wooten, uh, I was working off duty. Wooten was working off duty. And both those, you know, getting close to retirement, we had very low numbers. Each, each year, your number, your, your call number goes down. And mine was four at the time. Uh, and Wooten had worked off duty, got off duty, got off that first job, went to get something to drink at a convenience store before he went to the second off duty job. So they didn't know he was out there. And they started calling you, and then they they started checking on who called in on the shooting. And then, they, of course, they thought it was me, but it was, it was with Jeff. Right there beside the police park. You could uh, literally hold your breath and walk from the green yeah, store. Yes, the you could. Park. Yep. But, uh, yeah, all, all, all good shootings. But and then uh, what you do is, of course, separate all your witnesses, put the officer with each witness, don't let them talk to each other, talk to the officers, keep everybody quiet. And Well, the first thing is make sure the officer's safe. second thing is uh, is the uh, – Evidence, you know, Securing integrity, the make sure the scenes you know, taken care of. But, uh, yeah, they all want to talk, man, and just can't do it. You just got to, you just got to chill out. But it's terrible. Yes, it is. Glad yeah. I don't have to go through stuff like that anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, you know, when, uh, last thing I do for I go to bed at night, I sit there and kind of look at my phone real quick, make sure I missed anything. The first thing I pull up, I laid in bed, check the phone, talk about the, um, they said one officer at the time then was shot in Gastonia at yeah. that at that uh, nightclub. I mean, did they, the guys just drunk or what? I mean, what were they doing? Then why did they? Why were they? They were thugs. Well, I mean, even I mean, yeah, I don't even know. so. I wonder why it was if there was some. I'm getting this from one of the channel, one of the local news networks here interviewed a patron of that club that night, and he said these two guys come in with attitude, had attitude with everybody inside the club all night long, to the point these guys were put out. And of course, they put them out. You know, the officers got to deal with them in the parking lot. Or also work off duty. They work in the parking lot, not in the club. And then uh, these guys were told to leave, and the officers were, you know. Now, the officers were working off duty. Working off duty, yes. So then what is the club done? Have they come, the, the nightclub, are they they come up to, are they really helping out at all? Or I don't know. I hadn't heard anything about it. I know they're open the very next night. They're open. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, you would think they would do something for them. Well, we'll see. We will see. I mean, you know, Sammy's is Sammy's had nothing to do with it, and they're helping out. And, oh yeah, and Webb. So that's what I like the the Custom community. Kitchen. The community comes together and help out on stuff like this. This is not the first time that Sammy's has stepped up and helped out on, you know, somebody getting hurt. Those are good yeah. people down at Sammy's. There. I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> yep. Anything? Even you, you guys want to describe what off duty is in case these these. Oh yeah. Somebody's listening. that's not a police officer. Go ahead, Buck. Well, considering the fact that, you know, we don't become rich at this job, and I know that probably surprises a lot of people. We're, we're, we're not in this job to get rich. We do have to have – we have to work off uh, – work some extra jobs to make ends meet to a large extent. And so whether it's working at a nightclub like those officers were or, or you know, some working at a, uh, a grocery store or a strip mall or a church – uh, you know, we, there's a there's a whole plethora of things that that uh, that we work at. You know, some of them are more, some of them pay more, and some of them are more dangerous than the others. Actually, the most dangerous one I ever had was at a church, where you had to stand out in, in uh, the middle of a very busy road and and stop traffic to let all these cars out. And you know, directing traffic is dangerous because people that drive are idiots. Yes, they are. I mean, it's it's amazing how many times. I mean, I, you know, I, I remember once I almost got clipped by a car. Just it pulled my jacket off. Uh, it was that close to hitting me. He still didn't know I was out there. Just you know, they're known in the world sometimes. And well, they're rubbernecking. They're trying to look at blood and guts, and they don't pay attention. They're standing in the middle of the street. They don't pay attention to anything else. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and now people get. I know they get upset sometimes because the officer will. Officer can get a little adamant in his orders to, <laughs> but man, I mean, it's but, if you you have got to do what those <laughs> officers say because man, it gets it is so dangerous directing traffic. You know, I've told this story several times. People, you know, do you know why a police officer has a tether to his whistle? 
So you can spit that out and chew your butt out for being an idiot. That's why. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, and, and I know how dog, you, you've probably done some jobs where you had to work and do a lot. And just in the regular job, directed traffic. I mean, oh, it, yeah. is, it, is it is crazy dangerous. Especially if you get a, a very large intersection with uh, just one officer doing, you know, handling that. That is like scary. Remember you go when, they came yeah, through that's here. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Twelve hours a day, you're out there directing your traffic. Yep, Twelve hours a day for what? Thirteen, fourteen days we're out there. Yeah, and yep. sometimes in big intersections. Zero days off. Well, about to have a drink over again. Can you leave that? No. Well, I'm, I'm trying to handle the paper. Got the little picture thing going over here. Come and get my uh, control panel. I am a man of many talents. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next. <laughs> well, hey, I, I do uh, kind of like along the same lines. I would like to tell a little story, believe it or not. Please. Uh, I'm trying to let me look at my notes. I think it's Jacksonville County, Mississippi. Deputy uh, Gaston from Mississippi was going to, uh, I think, Army Reserves, one of those type of reserve things, units he's going to. And he cut through Gaston County or Gastonia, and his last name being Gaston. He thought it'd be cool to stay the night in Gaston County. Okay. Yep. So he does. Unbeknown to him, what I always do, if I go into a town, I'm sure you guys are the same way. If I go into a town someplace I'm not sure of unless I booked it ahead of time, I'll find me an officer find out where's the best place to stay. Yeah. I've had that happen to me before, and I've yeah. actually asked the officer myself. Yeah. Oh, no, where, where did he stay at? He stayed at one, uh, I'm going to give the name of the motel, but he, stayed, he ended up staying at a very economy Price place was a scumbag motel here. And can you believe, if you can believe, guest on his scumbag motel. Man, that's hard to believe. Yeah. But he leaves his motel room. He goes to Wendy's, top of the hill, fast food joint to get something to eat on the way back. Some thugs rob him, shoot and kill him. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that happened. How old was he? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know, Buck. I, I remember he, he looked to be um, 30s, maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I don't remember. This I is so long ago. I didn't remember that because I, I can't remember he was hearing about that. I'm Sergeant Patrol that night. We have K-19 working. Ted just came out of course. Our K-9 dogs, excellent. K-9 dogs. <laughs> Our dogs <laughs> are excellent. They track from the scene straight to the motel room door where these pieces of crap were. Long story short, Ted has come in. We solved the, the, the crime that night. We put the bad guys in jail. They called us from the sheriff's department and to thank us on a great job we did. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Did they send an entourage down? Did, did Gaston send an entourage down? They did. We actually, when I say we, um, Sergeant West, the tech bureau, and how he and I were talking about this, and we said, man, we'd love to go to that funeral. And so, you know, what can we make happen for us to go to the funeral? And he called down and talked to him and said, we, you know, we'd like to come down to a funeral. And they, uh, the people at the sheriff's department says, let us call you back. Shortly, the calls back says, how many's coming? I think it's eight of us. Wow. He's y'all come on down here. Meet us at the Welcome Center in, in, in Jacksonville, Mississippi. We meet them down there. They give us a blue light escort into town. They have a bouquet of flowers for uh, the female detective involved in it. Uh, Heather's her name. I'll give her last name because I hadn't asked to do that. Uh and they give us welcome baskets. They put us up in a resort. They had uh, two SUVs at our calling becking around the clock to go anywhere we wanted to go. Man, that is cool. Oh, I'm telling you, they took us to a casino. They paid for our food. They rolled out their red carpets. And we was able to meet the family. Very, very nice people. And they were very, very, um, of course, Seb is very, um, what's the word I'm trying to say, appreciative of the job that our department did. We talked to the sheriff, man. Like I say, he just rolled up the red carpet. They're very nice to us down there. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. All right, but anyway, all right. What we got going on now? I think we. Uh, I didn't come prepared this week. <laughs> we're back to the <laughs> bourbon. Do you know why I didn't come prepared this week? Because at the beach. I was at the beach, hanging out, looking at cool ass cars. Now, somebody told me that that uh, that uh, you called him up. And you were drunk at the beach? No. We don't, this is what someone told me. No, man. We don't get drunk. We you know. We drink because we enjoy the taste and flavor of our bourbons. That's just what I heard. That's just what I heard. You know? Okay. It's kind of like, you know, someone, never mind. I'm going to tell a story on somebody. So. 
Okay. No, it's not like you to tell a story on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did, you know, go down there and hang out with some uh, fellow Renegade Pig brothers from a lot of places, actually, from uh, Chicago. Really? Yeah, from New York. Now, did y'all plan this to be down there, or just, did it just happen? Well, the guy, uh, Smooth, that lives down there, in the uh, lives in Calabash, he calls me up because he knows I'm a big car guy, and uh, and he said we're having a Mopar show down here, and I'm gonna enter my car in it, and we'll, you want to come down and hang out? And I thought, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think I will. So uh, I talked to uh, one of our other brothers, Grim, who's in the uh, DC chapter, the Renegade Pigs, and we ended up taking off, going down there Friday, and coming back. Came back today, actually. Looked at a bunch of cool cars and had some. Good times with our brothers and drinking some good and great bourbon. You didn't ride motorcycles? No, I didn't. Took my truck. Now you guys posted something on the website, right? On our on our page. The uh, the picture of the two bourbons. Yeah. Yes. So we uh, had a had a bottle of Angel's Envy and a bottle of Woodenville. And I can guess who's drinking the Woodenville. Uh, take a stab at it. Hound dog. Right. Yeah. That's good so stuff. You, you like the Woodenville? I do. I do. And I've been looking at this bottle we have over here. Right here. I'm ready to crack that sucker open. Another but show. Anyway, another <laughs> You're always ready to crack hey, something open. But anyway, I, I drank. I drank a half a, a half a fifth by myself. What? Yeah. I didn't. That was, we didn't, we wouldn't. We didn't I'm glad out. you're cutting back. I did. <laughs> I would have drank a whole fifth. But anyway, so I drank the, uh, just hung out there at the house and drank it and Got up next morning to the car show. Oh, you said at the house. No, you, you you actually have a house at the beach. Yes, the Sunset Beach. Yeah. So nice to be a hound dog. So we had we had a good time, man. We well, you know, I say that Buck's got a place down at the beach too. Yeah, he uh, does. Although I'm about to put it on the market. So are you really? Uh, it'll take some take the profit out of it. I'll give you a dollar and a half for it. Now, wait a minute, you That'd can't be, do that. Uh, need a little bit more profit than that. You can't $2. do that until after the uh, conference next year. Two dollars. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I know I'm at your beck and call there, Steve, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be sitting there uh, turning down money for you. You better turn to the beds. What you need to turn down? Turn down. Burn down. It's called English. <laughs> Try to learn it. Thank you. I'm glad you recognize it. He's, he's working on that for 70 years now, and he still hasn't mastered it. 70 years? I mean, 50, I mean 60. <laughs> that was not nice, Pound Dog. It's not nice at all. And speaking of... Pours, we have yeah. uh, our very first. I'm not gonna mention the, the names or anything until next podcast. We had our very first uh, donated bottle of whiskey. All right, for oh, our next did. podcast. Like yeah. it, like it, like it. How about giving us an applause for that? <laughs> no, nope, that's not applause. One. That was somebody happy. That I'm gonna give applause. <laughs> <laughs> that was heckling someone. The sad thing about these, these are labeled. <laughs> yeah, it's too damn dark in here. Can't see it. Really, you can't read that? It, it is really, really scary. I mean, dark in here. Put me, <laughs> put me in charge of the soundboard. Yep. All right. I do understand we have advertising this week. Again. We do. Yep. All right. Hell, what kind of advertising do we have? Well, you know, was after we did our last uh, advertisements for that Hoot Nanny Sweet Breeze Butt Spray. Oh, Hoot Nanny. They reached back out to us, believe it or not. I think they were just going to see if give us a second chance, make sure we don't screw it up even worse. <laughs> I think you read the last advertising. I did. I did. And you're saying we. It, well, me. Would, you, would one of y'all like to do this read? No, sir. Uh, what does no, Hootin' Nanny no. Butt Spray's got to say? All right. So for, with my official voice for this, it says, From the same people that brought to you Hootin' Nanny Sweet Breeze Butt Spray is proud to offer the refreshing Hootin' Nanny Cool Breeze Mouth Wash. That's right, folks. You can now have that same fresh smell coming out of both ends simply by using the Hoot Nanny Sweet Breeze Butt Spray and the Hoot Nanny Cool Refreshing Mouthwash. And don't it, get them confused. <laughs> yeah, don't get them confused. Then they still off the. Dang it! I missed it. I think I'm gonna fire us. <laughs> We're gonna what, is this what is this us See, stuff? What happened? We're he done. was going down. With his finger, he had it perfectly, and then you had to break in. Yeah, we're you done. screwed him up. But anyway, it says, we offer the same classic aromas as our award-winning butt spray, such as new car smell, pina colada, ranch dressing, peanut butter, <clears> sweet <throat> Vidalia onion, roasted garlic, and barbecue chips. Act now. Barbecue what? <laughs> chips. chips. Oh, I'm sorry. Chips. <laughs> but wait. 
There's, There's more. more. <laughs> There's always more. Act now with the winner, our newest fragrance, Butkin Spice. Like pumpkin spice, but butkin, butkin spice. And as an added bonus, we'll also get send you strawberry shortcake with butt cream icing. To order, call 1-800-HOOTINANNY. That's 1-800-466-8629. Don't forget number. to mention... And don't forget to mention bourbon and badges, and they'll give you a 20% discount. Yeah. Not a real number. Yeah. yeah that's Let's not hope it's not. No, don't call that proof person. <laughs> Let's, yeah, don't call us. All want right, some, good old spray. I want some butt spray. Can you give me some butt spray? It's going to be 8675309. Remember that? Yeah. Southwestern High School. Exactly. Exactly. Do you remember the song? I do. Hey, do you do I do remember when you, you ask me and don't like do the answer not. I give you. Red, you remember that song, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, uh, well, I remember well, I wasn't heard that song. You never heard that song because I heard you listen to Air Supply. They don't sing it. No, they do not sing it. <laughs> no. It's not nice. But yeah, I mean that song actually was Southwest Junior High. It was uh, the uh, I don't know who did you call. I mean, it was their main number or something. Yes, it was. It was. I just found number. this out not too long ago. Yeah, it was their main number back in the day. Good deal. So, All right. right. You know, actually, I thought this was going to run really, really long, but we're we're good on time, guys. You got anything you want to add or? or? No, I'm, talk about. I'm going over. Uh, yes, one more thing. Samora. 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 That's like a them little things with the uh, Samoa. No, Sarasota. No, no, no. no. Samora. No, yeah, yeah. Samora. Yeah. Samora? I thought it was some- no, it's them little things with the marshmallow, the chocolate, and I the that was Samora. cracker. S'mores. 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 Yeah. That's that S'more. You got S'mores. S'more. Yeah. But anyway. So, let's okay. get his glass from him, Buck. <laughs> so, Mike L. wrote in some more listener feedback. This is pretty good. <laughs> so, we've got two listeners. We have two listeners. <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike L. says, Hound Dog, listen to Podcast 3. I can understand one out of nine words, eight or nine words. Maybe you should edit. And have a Yankee version dubbed because he's from up north because he can't understand what we're saying. Oh. And he said, the only other issue that was your description of the rating scale is zero being so bad that you would pour it in the toilet before you drink it. Don't drink toilet water. <laughs> That's good. That's good advice. Ever. <laughs> Especially so, anything but clear. So basically, I think, I guess, Mike. L thinks that we're pouring our bourbon into the toilet and then drinking it. <laughs> hey, just always talk crap. Doesn't mean we're drinking the toilet. But Mike L, thank you for writing in. Yeah, man, we want feedback. It. Good, bad, indifferent. And if you want your complete name used or where you're from used, put in there that give us permission to use your full name and where you're from. Well, you know, it kind of pisses me off. And I know you find it hard to believe mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, they want us to talk like uh, we're. Well, see, Mike, I, I know Mike. I've known Mike for 16, 17 years. And the ongoing thing is when I first met him, which is in through the Renegade Pigs, that in, in the middle of a national meeting, something, when one of us from North Carolina had something to say, we'd stand up and say it, and they say, what, what? Somebody <laughs> translate that. What the hell is he saying? Somebody translate that. Now, So that's what Mike's getting at on this. Well, I mean, that's – the version of English that you hear down in the South is actually closer to the original King's English back in the day. So it is? Yes, it is. Oh, here we so, go. No, that's something else. Thanks, Hound Dog. Go ahead. I'm listening. Give us, give us a history lesson don't here, give, Buck. No, no, I'm not going to give a history, but that's just I mean, that's no, just I, I, wanted, I, I didn't know that. I want to hear yes, it. Yes, it is. Well, I can't tell you any more about it because I'm not the expert who, who said it. But that's, that's apparently it's true. And you can understand where it's true, you know. And so they say reckon and yuns and y'all up out there. Yuns, I don't know about saying yuns. I know my mom right, this, said yuns. Who was the, who was the wrote in that was his name? Michael. Michael. He's going right. like this. What you guys doing? No. Yeah, you guys. You guys is up what there. Y'all, no, y'all down guys. here. No, no, no. Two no, guys. No. Yeah. No, they go. How you doing? Yeah, but you're talking you about like, that's like the east. Northeast. Uh, well, you got, you got the Chicago, and uh, you got the Chicago accent, and the freaking New York and the Boston, Boston accent. Yeah. All of them are freaking just obnoxious. Yeah, this, actually, obnoxious. This one, this one's in uh, Connecticut. 
though. That's really obnoxious. <laughs> so no, that's, I mean, but we love nice. him anyway. Oh, he's a bro- is he, is he a, a brother? Great, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, yeah. good deal. All yeah. right, good deal. Great guy. I know that I'm talking junk about him, but that, the Connecticut accent may be the most obnoxious of all the northern accents. I don't think so. What's worse? Boston. Well, that's what, close to the same. What is the mostest worstest? <laughs> What's the mostest worstest ever that you ever seen? I don't think it was Jeff Wooten that just popped in here. All right, now I do. Uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but we do need to mention again if we did. We have a segment we'd like to introduce called Ask Hound Dog. We haven't got that yet. We'd like to see some of that come in. If you have any type of issue, any question whatsoever, if it's uh, love-related, job-related. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to you say, can, no, you're not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to be, I, I can solve all your problems. Okay, I can solve all your problems. There you go. Not a problem. I can solve every problem you have. I can. So, if you don't believe me, ask me. If I don't know it, I'll make it up. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you take any advice off this show, you're an idiot. Very true. Any, any advice whatsoever. If you take advice from three idiots, you're an even bigger idiot than the three yeah. that's giving advice. I'm not an idiot. And, I'm like, not an idiot. and like our show, we are uncut, unfiltered, so you may hear things you don't want to hear. And the great thing about being three retired officers, we don't we care. Don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> that's exactly right. But, uh, all right, so ask Town Dog. We'd like to hear, hear in from somebody about that. You can Please. write into uh, on our Facebook page at Bourbon and Badges, and then – or. On a private Facebook page, and if you're not a member of that, just send a uh, request, and we'll get you in there. And on our Twitter account, and uh, Yahoo Bourbon and Badges, that's Bourbon and Badges at Yahoo.com. Steve's getting another pour. Still makes me pee. Want to pee. I didn't pee. It's a good thing about adult diapers. Don't care. True. They soak it right up. Do you say soak it up or suck it up? What would you say? Soak <laughs> So you, you listen, you hear about as well as you talk. <laughs> he hears what he wants. Excellent, to hear. excellent. Yeah. <laughs> what? Jealousy's a nasty animal. That's all I got to say. No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we certainly appreciate everybody listening in to us. Got any shout outs this this week? Yes, we do. Oh, you want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you please? Yeah, I, I turned around and was looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> We, oh man, we'd like to give a shout out to our Renegade Pig chapter of the week, which is Union County, North Carolina. Woo-hoo. Yeah, good old boys. The good old boys. The good old boys. Yeah, okay, good deal. Uh, along the same lines, it's funny. We're working the ABC store, the liquor store last night, and the manager, she's running the cashier. The, the cash register. This one said, cash register <laughs> next to me. She looked at me and she goes, You have any fives? Open a drawer up. I said, Yes. Shut it back and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> It was okay. <laughs> she needs five for her drawer. But anyway. She she didn't see quite the humor in it that y'all got seeing. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. Buck don't think it's funny. No, I, I had to work at a liquor store before. I know. Oh, it's funny. You don't all think right. that was funny? Huh? He just opened the door and looked and shut it and walked off? No, I don't know. I wouldn't think that'd be funny at all. Well, I guess you weren't there, were you? Well, I let, guess hey, I let, let me guess. You're pissed. No, it pisses me off on her on her behalf. 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 Her behalf. <laughs> and how she, we need her on some time. Oh, she, Steve Calvert syndrome because I can't speak. I actually asked her, you know, her supervising retired Slow police ride. officers to come on show one day as, as a civilian. So, and she said she would not ever do it. <laughs> She's scared to death of us. I know. That's, that's, it, and she would be so good because oh, yeah, she's so sweet. I've never found a better supervisor. <laughs> I think I just dropped something. <laughs> Excuse me. You never find it. She's she's very good. She would be good in here, but oh, I, mean, I agree. I, agree. I, I you know, and it really it gives you pause to think how you know she loves cops working in there. Well, you know why? We're disciplined. She she asks it out of us. She gets it one hundred ten percent back from us. You think? I mean, because I mean, the good thing was we're always there. I'm not always there because I'm I got to work sometimes now. But I mean, she. You know, she she really likes the retired cops working for her, so. All right. Cool. Any last words? Thank you for listening, America. Or <laughs> maybe. <laughs> thank thank you all for listening. Thank you all person. two that wrote in. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, like to thank the uh, two guys, the two Mikes, actually, Mike W. and Mike L. that wrote in. And thank you for doing that. And anybody else wants to write in and hear whatever kind of crazy comments you have read on air. Just write us in. Write, yeah. write, write, write us in or send us a message. 
you know, I know it's only our fourth podcast, but I would like to know and hear from our audience, uh, you know, we're a little more serious this time. Do, do, yes, we were. Would you prefer more serious podcasts like this or just more of the uh, craziness in the past? I kind of like the craziness. Well, I mean, this was a little dark, and, and it, but it had, you know, it had to be done. But, yeah, and uh, just uh, please pray for these officers that yes, were sir. out there that were that were injured. The ones here, the ones in, in Texas, the ones anywhere else in this country. I mean, they're out there putting their ass out on the line for, for folks. Uh, True. Please, please pray for them. Sergeant I mean, Nelson, Officer Wilson, Godspeed, guys. And uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors. That'll do it. Because <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> Not talking about doing it. When it says sponsor, I mean, the, our uh, platform, Spotify. Uh, and those other ones, Sprout. yeah, Buzz Sprout is your host. Spotify, you can find us all the major platforms. Please listen and remember, drink responsibly. Uh, Adios.